You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Traditionally, we've tried to be really, really lean all the time, and we've tried to stack a lot of cash. And so we've never like really had it as a priority and how important it is in the quality of people that we're bringing on the team. And that has completely shifted. And it's, it's pretty amazing when we go back and we look at the numbers, like tangible money that we've lost from having low quality people and even opportunity that we've lost because of our time has been taken from having to deal with low quality people on the team. And so that's a, that's a major learning lesson is if you're getting to a place and you understand where you're going in 90 days, six months, nine months, and doing everything you can to bring on top quality talent that can carry the burden uh, for you is going to give you exponential opportunity and growth because what's required on the alternative is a lot more management, a lot more oversight, People aren't able to make decisions. The decisions they do make are very, very costly. And, you know, just like it's this loop that you get in and it's just it negatively has affected us to the point of like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's, this is not worth it. As opposed to having quality people and experiencing that, like tasting that potential is completely different because the difference is when, we, when you have someone who comes in that's not quality they weigh everything down versus the person who is quality, everything rises. When you have someone on your team, they come in and they're pumping you up. They're excited. Like not only do they have the vision, but they can implement, like they can come up with vision for their part of the business. And so we have committed, like Taylor said, a lot of money to quality people to take their part of the business and run with it. And what's happening is the other big learning lesson I feel like we're really experiencing is recapturing the most important thing that you have is time. Like we were so spread thin with managing people and dealing with issues in the business that we didn't have time to innovate, think of new products, new marketing angles, test new things. And so the market has outgrown us. The market has like outproduced us. Their sophistication level is ahead of where our marketing is. And so bringing in quality people is giving us back time. The other thing, as you guys have seen, you know, we've restructured and, and readjusted upper echelon. It's given us back a lot of time. And it's not always just ours, but a lot of it's bandwidth. For example, like Taylor freaking launches a brand new product, and we're almost at a 20K clip without doing 30. anything. 30K clip. two days. You know what I mean? So like getting that time back. A month. Yeah, reoccurring. So getting that time back by having quality people and evaluating what's really important, what's feeding our business is really, really, really important and a, a huge learning lesson that if you guys can take that now and apply it to your business and keep that in front of you every single day, every single week, every single month, it's going to save you a lot of heartache a lot of really dangerous emotions, lost money, and you know, open you up to innovate and 
be at the helm of your business, the most important thing, which is sales and marketing, right? Unless you just want to make 50K a month, then you don't need much for that to happen, right? But if you want a lot more money and a lot more impact, you've got to have those things. Great people. It doesn't necessarily have to be full-time, you know, even contractors, but identifying great people and then just watching your time, watching your bandwidth, your ability to think about problems deeply. And even, you know, we talked to Jay last week and it was just a confirmation. Like he dove into this with us. This is something we've been talking about and thinking about too, how important that is when you are the helm of the business, the owner of the business, especially in the early stages, everything relies on you. And so you have to have the, the process ability, capacity to deal with the problems quickly. You know, if not, they can grow to be nasty and set you off for a long time. Are you able to, or do you have a specific example of like what you were doing previously and what you kind of pivoted to from, you know, a hiring and talent standpoint that's been the game changer that you're kind of referring to, like maybe a specific position or hire? So if someone's making repeated mistakes, they have to go. What, what, is, what does that kind of mistake look like? They, they make one mistake and then they make the same mistake again and then they have to go. Because you want to find people who have growth mindsets and who are learners. So what, what's the balance of like hiring a learner, someone who has that, that hunger for learning and not making mistakes or repeating mistakes and making sure that you're setting up with the, the right tools, assets, and training to set them up for success in your business? That's a great question. That's a really, really good question. Yeah, I think it all comes down to the quality of the person, honestly. And their experience. So you're going to pay for either you're going to pay for it with them coming into your company, not knowing jack squat, right? Or you're going to pay in the increase of their salary or, you know, their whatever their fee is because they've learned that somewhere else. So it's just like, how do you want to pay for it is what it comes down to. Well, we did the, we, yeah, we did the first thing first where we had inexperienced people or just lower quality people. And then I think the cost there is so much greater. Way higher. Like in the seven figures for us, multiple times. It's not really about age, it's more about experience. Have they done this before? And if they've done it before, then we can pay them more. If they haven't done it before, yep. we can pay them less and teach them. So Chris, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying it's better to hire based off that experience to save the money rather than train them through that experience? <laughs> yes, in most cases, yeah. Do you find though that people who have experience you need to be trained to learn your way? Um, no, I think you have to just communicate clearly like what your culture is, what you expect, and be straight up. And then realizing that you're just never going to know for sure until they actually get into your company. Yeah. Like We've had people that they have said they're like the most badass person in the world. They get in to our company and they get whiplashed. Like, Within a couple of weeks, they're just stressed out of their minds, you know. So that was for us. Like looking back, we should have just said, you know what, this ain't gonna work. Have, yeah. you, have you changed the like how you onboard someone and pretty much everyone on some type of ninety day trial or probationary period? Yeah, everybody's on a probation period, but even beyond them, man, we just gave so like chance after chance after chance after like ten more chances. Just like, because we're loyal, we care for people, we want them to win, and it's not good for them, it's not good for us. So what would you classify as giving them a chance? What are some of the things that would jack up that you would consider as worth a I think it's not as much about like, what is, what mistake is too big of a mistake? 
Like that would actually be the wrong question. It's the wrong angle because the bigger the mistake, the more you just invested in that person to be a quality asset. Yeah. So if someone makes a mistake that costs you a hundred grand, that is a powerful learning lesson. And if that person has the right mindset, I will keep that person because I've just invested a hundred grand into them never repeating that mistake again. So there's not a big, there's not a threshold this way. It's this way. How many times have they made that mistake? Linearly, if they make it more than once, boom, you're gone. Because you've just demonstrated an inability to learn from yep. something you do wrong. And so even with like a great example of this is like Ben McClellan, who's, our, who's now over all of client success. And Ben has a different personality than me, way different. Like, so Kyle, you mentioned like, do you have to unlearn so they learn your way? The people on our team are not on our team to be me and Chris. That would defeat the purpose. So I've had a lot of conversations with Ben of like, dude, I'm, I've hired you to be Ben, not to be Taylor. So when you don't feel like I'm telling you to do something correctly, I don't care how you do it. Do it your way. And I spent $7,500 the first month that Ben was here to get a coach for him. I, we paid for that. I was like, dude, this guy's an asset. He doesn't repeat mistakes. He's got the mindset. It doesn't matter how much money he costs us if it's just one mistake because that's an investment into him. You know what I mean? I think some of your guys, they're repeating mistakes. That's when you know. It adds to me that the first indicator is attitude. If someone has a bad attitude or a negative attitude or just something's off, you can tell. It's like, okay. It's just going to permeate. The attitude thing's going to permeate everything. Yep. That is who they are. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So part of the problem that messes entrepreneurs up is they have this goal to create a great place to work. So like, it's like, man, I want to be a great place to work. I want to be Google. Which is like, actually will destroy, (laughs) it'll destroy you because then like you're not defining, well, who is it a great place to work for? Yeah. What what is the shift that you, what what is that guiding principle then? Not that. How do you guys think about it? A great place to work for a certain type of person. So like the goal needs to be just like prioritizing accuracy and accurate thinking. And is this the right person or the wrong person rather than moving stuff around to try to be a great fit for everybody? Because like even, even Google to an extent, like their culture is very invasive. So like they'll, they'll expel people that don't fit inside of their culture really quickly. And so you want the same culture in your team. Like, my goal isn't to be a great place to work. It's to be like terrifying for the wrong person, eject them out, and amazing, richly rewarding for the right person. So the emphasis is on what type of person, not just being a great place, you know? Yep. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things too, like we tried that, like we went deep into that. Like we took our whole team to Jamaica last year. Yeah. Like, oh, we're just, you know, we're just great opportunities and they want more. Like, and there's no gratitude. It's like, you know, you can really see the difference besides like opposed to the person who they're uh, obviously they want, you know, they'd like more money and things like that, but their reward really is getting the job done and it being a challenge and them growing through that process, right? That's who we're identifying now. It's like, okay, that's the right person for us. 